in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Friday of the fourth week of Easter, today being the fifth day of May 2023. Together, let us call upon the gift of the Holy Spirit to dwell with us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is Let Not Your Hearts be troubled. Let not your hearts be troubled. The first reading today is taken from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 13, from verse 26 to verse 33. The Gospel reading is taken from the Gospel according to John, chapter 14, from verse 1 to verse 6. In the very Gospel reading today, Jesus said to his disciples, Let not your hearts be troubled. And he added, Believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And when I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am you may be also. And you know the way where I am going. Then Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. Now this is Jesus speaking to us in the gospel today. And he is telling us at a time where there is so much to you know get our hearts troubled. Literally, everyone in our world today is troubled. Many are troubled by their, the, the situation of their marriage. Many are troubled because they have had a series of failed relationships. Many are troubled because their marriages have failed. Some are failing. Many are troubled because their health is failing them. Many are troubled because they are not able to have ends met. Many are troubled because they are not able to take care of their children. Many are troubled because they are not sure if they will ever have a job to earn a living. Many are troubled because they do not know the future of their businesses. Many are troubled because they are in schools, different schools, both tertiary, secondary, and primary schools, and they are not sure 
what their end will be in the course of their studies because of what is happening in the school environment. Many are troubled because a lot of factors and forces are fighting against them in their places of work and in their business places. Many are troubled because of the situation of their nation. Nigeria, for instance, we are troubled. Many, many are troubled because it is a period of transition of power. They do not know what the new government will be bringing on board, both at the national and at the state level. They do not know what the socio-economic situation will be like, what the socio-political economic will turn out to be, whether the situation we are facing will get better or get worse. Many are troubled around the world today because of the sexual orientations that they have found, them, found around themselves. Many are troubled because they are not even sure of who they are. Many have their hearts troubled because of the crisis going on in different parts of the world. Is it Sudan? Is it the Russia-Ukraine problem? Is it the purported uh, imminent world war? And is it the international politics, as dirty as it may be? Is it the exploitation and extortion of the developing and underdeveloped countries, the third world? And is it the, 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 the very inhuman policies that are being, um, you know, made all around the world today? A lot of reasons for our hearts to be troubled. But in the midst of all this, Jesus spoke to his apostles and he's speaking to you and I today because we are privileged to be hearing his voice at this very moment. Many desire to hear him, but they haven't that opportunity. So we are here as his apostles that will have the privilege of believing in him and knowing him and hearing from him and about him. He says to you and I, no matter what you are going through, let not your hearts be troubled. Beloved child of God, let not your heart be troubled. God knows about that situation. Yes, he knows about what you are going through. But Father, I've been praying for years, for decades, and I'm not seeing any result. Does God still hear my prayer? Is he still aware of my condition? Has he not forgotten me? Have I not been abandoned? Could it be because of my sin? Could this be as a result of the sins of my forebear? Could this be as a result of the sins of our leaders? Is it because the church has failed that God no longer hear my prayer? That God no longer remembers me? Why is it that after one problem is solved, another is coming up, and one is Solved. A bigger one is coming up. One is solved. Multiple problems are coming up. Why is my situation the way it is? Why is our world the way it is today? Why is our nation the way it is today? Has God forsaken us? Has he lost the power to salvage his people? Has he lost the power to do the great things that I've heard about him? I've read about him in the scriptures. The testimonies that I've heard from others. Is he not able to do same in my life? Why is it that I know people that after several is they have children of their own after waiting for so many years and I have waited done all the prayers, visit all the places and done a whole lot of things both those that are approved of by God and those that are not approved of by God yet I am not getting the result I've repented of my sins now things are getting worse is it better I continue in my old way of life why is God leaving me in such a situation that keeps my heart troubled every day Beloved child of God, one thing I know for certain is God never forsakes nor abandons anyone. 
He told on that even if the mother who is breastfeeding a baby will forget or abandon that child, he, our God, will neither forsake us nor abandon us. And so trust in him, as he has said in the gospel today, believe in me and believe also in my father. He is the way, he is the truth, he is the life. He will not fail us. Look at the first reading of today. God makes it, you know, a thing of imperative to fulfill the promise he has made to raise a Messiah from the house of David that he did in the person of Christ Jesus. Over the centuries, over the decades, over the years, he continued to walk to bring about the salvation of the people of Israel. To let you know that what God has promised, he will always fulfill. He fulfilled the promise he made to our forebears from the time of Abraham, the time of David, the time of Jacob, the time of Isaac. He fulfilled that in the person of Christ. God is a promise-keeping God. If he says he will do it, he would do it. Believe in him and hold firm in faith. Even when it appears that God delays, his delay is in itself a blessing. Whatever God allows, he allows for a reason. Hold on to God. Because we do not know it all. And that is why we must never get out of waiting upon God in faith and in virtue. Beloved child of God, no matter what your situation is, wait upon God in faith, in fervent prayers, and in virtue. Not in one of these. Follow Christ the way. He will lead you to the fullness of joy and happiness, to the fullness of blessings and favor, to the fullness of the presence of God Almighty. And in the presence of God, every yoke shall be broken. In the presence of God, every tear on every face shall be wiped away. In the presence of God, God will restore joy. God will fulfill the hope of his own children. God will fulfill the promise he has made for his own children. So nothing should separate you from the love of God and from the presence of God. When Christ talks about going to prepare a place for us. He is not just talking about the bliss we are going to enjoy in eternity in heaven. No, because he says where I am, you shall be also. Jesus has gone to prepare a place for us in heaven, but he has not been separated from us on earth. He is still with us in the world. And because he is with us in the world, he is also preparing a place for us in the world. A place of healing, a place of salvation, a place of marital settlement, a place of career settlement, a place of healing of the family, a place of healing of the foundation, a place of restoration and revival. He is with us. He is Emmanuel, God with us. So he blesses us here and in the next world. God is not selfish to hoard the blessings he has for us only for the heavenly kingdom. He is with us in this world and he cannot watch us perish. And so trust him and keep being the best version of yourself in Christ Jesus. In Christ the way, the truth and the life will bring about your salvation, your redemption, your restoration. As it happened in the case of Job and other great men who remained fervent and faithful, firm and committed to the cause of serving God. May God continue to bless you and come through for you when you least expect it. 
through Christ our Lord. Amen. Do not be afraid. What God has promised, he will fulfill in your life and in your family. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember to join us in praying for your intentions and the intentions of those that are there to you in as we continue with our beginning of the month nine day intensive prayers and novena today being the fifth day god will grant your petitions and hear your cry through christ our lord amen the lord be with you may almighty god bless you the father and the son and the holy spirit amen be assured of my prayers and my blessings always